0: You're listening to the Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long. FM
1: 104. It's Room 104. It's Cormac and Sir here. You can uh, let us know what you're up to tonight. 087 67 97 104. One of the things that I, I would say you typically might associate more with women than men are, are toys for the bedroom. There is a yes. whole, there's a whole, I suppose, range of, of toys that have been developed for women. And I suppose it's, um, it's a sexist industry that has just forgotten about men.
0: I think so. Yeah. I I think it's kind of common for even girls to talk about vibrators and what type of vibrator they have. Maybe you don't know about this, but it would be a common kind of talking point especially if you're single that you would always have one in your bedside locker and that's just not Really? What it is. Yeah. but I still
1: don't think, like, would you have open conversations with your friends about these things? Because I d- oh, don't know many girls who would and maybe I'm just being ignorant to this, but...
0: Yeah, 100%. It, and like, that has been kind of happening since probably college. I'd say people are kind of open to talking about that. But I've never had this kind of a conversation with any guy friends of mine.
1: No, we're simple creatures. Um, <laughs> and uh, there isn't a lot. There might be one that comes to mind. There isn't a lot of toys for men. But someone who wanted to put a change to that and has set up a company, Hot Octopus. His name is uh, Adam Lewis and he joined us on the line now Adam how are things?
2: Very good thank you indeed.
1: Yeah um, it is generally an industry that's been dominated by toys for women but you decided to create a a guy which is a a toy for for men obviously and can you take us through a little bit about maybe what exactly is the device that you came up with and where the idea came from?
2: Yes absolutely so I mean let's let let 's say out from the beginning, the reason I, I created pulse, which is the the, the guytor you speak about, is actually for personal need from from the experiences of there. actually um, as you quite rightly said there weren 't uh, certainly when I first launched the product in the, the company um, six seven years ago, there were just no great male Products or penis products, we should call them these days. Penis products out there, um, and what I mean, mean by that is the majority of products that were available in the market all kind of looked to replicate reality with some kind of phallus. So um, very much um, looking at you know fake vaginas, blow up dolls, that, those sort of things, um, all which in turn sort of replicate replicated um, reality in the sense that they kind of gave you that up and down motion which we're also used to, but nothing that kind of had a design flair to it or worked. On on sort of using technology. And I always thought that was so odd because you look at uh, the the, the Vulva products out there and, um, you know, you've got rampant rabbits and you've got all these devices that do things that, no human could, could replicate yet you looked at all the sort of the penis toys and, and everything was very much kind of um, phallic and looking to just uh, replicate reality in, in a different way so um, I set out to change that and um, through, uh, through a long process of R&D and we ended up getting a, a, a medical device um, uh, that's used to help men with spinal cord injuries to have children, we licensed the technology of this medical device and um, we, we created a, a, the world's First, vibrator which is for a purpose it's a male vibrator um, and uh, it looks amazing, it looks like a piece of design, um, it's got some really clever tech behind it. And really, it was the first of this toy really to bring um, penis toys into the 21st century alongside uh, the more common uh, and well known vulva toys.
0: Now, I love this idea, but are like many men buying it? Are many
2: men buying it? Yes, yeah. you'd be amazed. Well, I think firstly, that the sentiment of, of these, these preconceptions, the stigma that. that that have in the past been attached to male or penis products has changed uh, over the last uh, few years um, as the as, as I suppose the mainstream media are, are talking about the benefits of masturbation and and I guess you know we no longer, longer really offer sex toys it's, it's much more perceived as sexual health products um, and with it so has the the, the, the mindset of, of you know sex toys for for, for, for men um, and also what's available for men is, is now so much more sophisticated and these are quite Really cool and aspirational products uh, that are now available, and you know the the, the the male the male world knows about this, so to speak. Because yes, um, there's a huge market um, for, for for penis sex toys, um, and that really has grown up uh, over the last five six years. as just sentiment uh, uh, in media and, and just amongst the people has um, been much more open. So yes, we, we we sell we sell I think about half a million a year now. What? what? <laughs> That's amazing.
1: Wow! Yeah. Wow!
2: That
0: wha- why is not? insane. Hey, Cormac, you're surprised by that, but would you be somebody that would openly talk about having a sex toy sex. For yourself?
1: Sex is only for reproduction in the missionary position. As a good Catholic boy, we shouldn't even be talking about this, okay? We should just uh, hammer this back down and never talk about it again. No, God, um, um, I probably, I probably wouldn't, to be honest with you. I probably wouldn't. Uh, I'd be private about most things and I probably wouldn't openly discuss that. I don't think my friends would. Maybe the younger generation might be slightly, slightly different coming up. But um, Adam, can you describe, like, what does this toy look like and feel like?
2: It's actually a very difficult question to to answer without visuals um, because it's unique. in, in a sense, it's like, an, for those people who, who know sex toys, it's like an open sleeve. Um, so um, you can put yourself inside the product or uh, completely flaccid. You don't have to be erect, which, of course, has a number of different uh, ramifications and, and incredibly helpful for anyone who does have challenges down there, so to speak. So you can put yourself in, um, and it has an oscillating disc. So rather than the traditional methods of stimulation, which, as I said, uses friction to move up and down, we're all pretty familiar with that uh, with that technique. Um, this uses oscillations. So what it is is a, it's a disc that 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 taps up and down very very quickly, and it creates this sort of tapping sensation. And it goes against the frenulum of your penis. And if anyone knows where the frenulum is, it's just that, that little sort of um um just below the the gland. Uh, the kind of uh, some people call it the banjo string. There's lots of different <laughs> names associated with, but the technical phrase is the frenulum, and that's one of the most sensitive parts of the the, the male penis. um And a um, bit like the clitoris, uh, but in penis form. And it's just below the, the the gland. And stimulation there, in in the case that Pulse does it, the vibrator, is it's a tapping sensation. And this will literally uh, take a man from being completely flattered, unaroused, to fully hard, and then uh, to completion, shall we say, without. To having to do anything whatsoever so many have dubbed it the lazy man's toy um, and that to some extent is is pretty
0: accurate. Do you know what's really interesting though um, obviously we spoke to a doctor yesterday about how younger people are having less sex than um, their ancestors and I think with social media and all that stuff and people aren't I think having a, a, a vibrator for a girl or having this product for a guy you're kind of keeping active and I think that's really important. If you're not having you any active? kind active. Of, yeah, you're not having any sex uh, or you're having... You another device sex. to put in your
1: hand instead of your phone, y- Yeah, I but
0: like, exactly, you're, you're, you're kind of getting a little bit creative maybe when you're not with your partner, so then when you do end up meeting each other, you might be more likely to, to actually go and have sex. True,
2: true. Yeah, yeah, I should say.
1: Adam, how did you go about like building and developing and, t- and testing this? Like, are you an, an engineer or how did you develop your first prototype?
2: That's a great question. no, I'm not an engineer. I guess, um, as I said, it all started from personal needs. So um, it all began, dare I say, with me experimenting with, with toys, usually female toys, vulva toys, right. female toys that are already on the market, and kind of adapting the contraptions to, to, to something that I could place on my penis, uh, sort of home, homemade devices. And that's kind of where it started. And um, and I thought to myself, you know, this feels great on me. There must be something available on the market. So I'd, you know, go on. Online, And to my amazement, nothing existed that uses vibrations or technology. Um, and at this stage, I kind of thought to myself, well, if I like that statistically, given you know, how many billions of men uh, are out there, mm. uh, there's a good chance that they too would like it. So that's how the idea was born. Um, and at that point, I kind of had an idea, you know based on these the toys that i 've adapted that how this thing would would work, and you know we hired a design agency and uh, we went there and we told them our ideas actually we, we we had to interview about nine because seven out of the nine just ran out the door the minute I explained what my idea was but two remained, and we chose one and 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 yeah, we just went off and started designing a product around this idea that I had and it was only later on through the process that um, that we discovered this medical device which I uh, mentioned earlier in the conversation that was that's been used for, for almost 10 years um, in order to to retrieve mm. semen in men with spinal cord injuries, and it used this oscillating technology. So we found this design, uh, this uh, sorry medical device company. We licensed the technology, and then of course we had a blueprint to create the toy. Um, and you know, saying that this medical device was loud, it was clunky, it was rather large. So yeah. to turn, although we had a blueprint to turn this this very technical device into something uh, usable for the consumer industry, water proof, things like that was, was actually a real feat, and it took us instead of the sort of eighteen months we thought about five years to actually from start to finish bring, bring the product to market. Um, testing, on the other hand, has never been an issue. I've had uh, all my all my mates have been been round been been queuing up round the round the block uh, to to test the product. So um, yeah, product testers is never something we, we seem to be short of. There's lots of volunteers. I guess it's one of the perks of being my friend.
0: <laughs> I love this idea. And are you working on any? Anything else similar?
2: Yes, absolutely. I mean, it it turns out, to my surprise, that I I never thought I was quite arty or... or, you know, sort of designy or any of that kind of thing. But actually, it true proves completely uh, completely false. It just so happens that my talent is in designing sex toys. Who would have thought? <laughs> so um, Pulse, you know, when we talk about Pulse, the, the vibrator, you know, we came up with one version in 2013. Uh, by the end of this year, that will be turned into five products all around the same concept, Um, In addition to that, we have another six products on the market, some for for vulvas for women, others for penises and for men. all, for, for men definitely all around vibrations and using technology and, and ideas from outside of the sector to apply to our sex toys so they're very different to, to what is commonly available um, um, and also in the in the vulva and the female space um, it's really about we, we have about five or six products now and everything is, is really looking at how we can use technology and design and different kind of forms um, that are unusual um, and apply them to our toys and it's uh, proven to be very successful for us.
1: You could um, maybe develop like a Fitbit app for the thing as well, so that you can track how much you're using. They exist,
2: ha- You'll be surprised <laughs> if you. <laughs> um, yes, it's. Uh, they already exist. Um, oh God. Yeah, where they, where they measure how often you have sex, how long you have sex, for the, those sort of things. Um, yes, it's a it's a year of the it's sort of the time of the app and and the the, the wrist strap sensor uh, devices. So yes, uh, that does exist. Unfortunately, I wouldn't be first with that.
1: <laughs> damn it! Damn it! We can't pitch that into Dragon's Den <laughs> now next week and can well, we go hear what's going ideas on? idea's
2: coming anyway <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and I know um, this is
0: creepy and I don't mean to sound creepy when I say this but it's probably more for a wife or a partner, but maybe for Father's Day, you know, you could get Absolutely. Your, your husband, yeah, yes. maybe this, Absolutely. because, you know, after you have kids, sometimes that dries up a little bit, doesn't it? Well, I can
2: tell you, my dream Father's Day is to be left in the bedroom with the door shut on my own, be able to, for my rubbish movies, having having lunch in, in, in bed with no kids, and then if you add one of these devices to them, been, it could be the best Father's Day I've ever had. Cherry so, on yeah, top it's of pretty good advice there.
1: Um, Have you noticed a spike in purchases since lockdown?
2: oh my goodness absolutely Well, I've got to be honest it's a tale of two stories for us because we, we have a global business now the US is a big market for us and believe it or not the way sex toys are purchased in the US is actually quite different to the rest of the world um, the rest of the world about 20% of toys are purchased in the physical stores bricks like and mortar shops um, with 80% being online in the States actually that figure's reversed people still very much go into sex stores except that they're not what we're used to like in Europe these aren't CD shops these are beautiful yeah. boutiques and they're all over the states and these are real you know you go in there and it's like wow this shop's amazing it just so happens to sell uh, sexual aids so um that market of course you can imagine has dried up completely for us because you know no more, the shops are shut um but in complete reverse our direct sales uh, through uh, through our online channels as well as uh, our our wholesale customers who also have online shops has gone through the roof absolutely crazy over the last few months because everyone's at home, you know Verticom they're, they're, is working at home or they're just hanging out at home and um, you know, you tend to browse more and you tend to have more time to uh, do personal things, shall we say, than you would normally at work, <laughs> so uh, yeah sales have been absolutely phenomenal uh, online, but as I said, less so good with our with our wholesale, uh, where shops physical shops are concerned. Yeah,
0: yeah. I'll be keeping an eye out on this now. Uh,
1: yeah, and obviously, if, if if it is a partner, it's a great idea for Father's Day, definitely not something for your dad because that would just be weird, all right? <laughs> but, um, you know, it's had to be an awkward relationship to, to, to throw it on Father's Day. Um, I mean,
2: just, as, to, just to add to that, I mean, the great thing about some of our products, they are designed for couples. So the fact that it's Father's Day doesn't mean as a, as a woman or a partner um, that you can't treat yourself at the same time because, for example, we we do we talked about the vibrator pulse. There's also the duo version. And again, you, you have to go onto HotOctopus.com to have a look at exactly how this device works. It's so difficult just to, to explain without some imagery. Yeah. But um, it's a couple's version. It has the same vibrator functionality as the original product. However, it has a a secondary motor that the partner controls and gets stimulation from. So, you know, you can give yourself a selfish gift here at, uh, at Father's Day for if your if husband or spouse <laughs> or partner by getting the duo version instead of just the solo version. So there's a sneaky, sneaky, sneaky tip there
1: oh amazing awesome. well listen uh, from, a, from a man I suppose well done thank you very much we appreciate the uh, trying to restore the gender imbalance in the sex Absolutely. toy world and there's more to
2: come we're going to be overtaking them sooner or later <laughs> you watch if we keep we'll, be, we'll be
1: marching on the streets soon um, because we've been <laughs> mar- marginalized out of the sex industry for so long but listen um, Adel, Adam back. Lewis uh, hotoctopus.com thanks a million for popping on and very best of luck with
2: everyone in the future well thanks for taking the time to speak to me